Welcome to the Mixing Babies and Business podcast, where parenthood meets professional development. We'll be covering all things business, flexible, and remote work with kids. I'm your host, Amy Lynch, and I'll be interviewing inspiring guests who've been showing up as their full selves as parents and blurring the lines between their personal and professional lives. Visit mixingbabiesandbusiness.com to join our movement to parents seeking to invest in themselves alongside their kids. Our first guest on the podcast is Frankie Tortora. Frankie's a freelance graphic designer, mom of two, and founder of Doing It For The Kids, a community by and for freelance parents. Through the Doing It For The Kids blog, Facebook community, face-to-face meetups, and weekly podcast, Frankie is proving that all sorts of good stuff can occur when self-employed parents are given the opportunity to connect. During this interview, Frankie and I had some audio issues and one of her kids needed her help. So naturally, we paused the conversation and picked up where we left off. Our conversation was recorded back in August. This interview is split into a few different parts. So stay tuned for future episodes where we chat about all things community, creativity, and parenthood. This is episode one and our first conversation with Frankie. Let's get into it. Hi, Frankie. Hello. I just spilled my water. I've never had so many cords around me at the same time. (laughs) I'm really, I'm below our laundry room slash one of my kids' bedrooms and he's napping and I just feel like this was a bad idea, you know, hosting a podcast from below his bedroom. No, it's fine. It'll be fine. I mean, my daughter could storm in at any moment. All right. So the Doing It For The Kids podcast is co-hosted by Frankie with Steve Folland of Being Freelance and just won bronze for the best business podcast at the British Podcast Awards in 2020. So congratulations. I want to just welcome Frankie and thank you so much for joining me. It is currently Saturday. It's a weekend at 7 p.m. in England. So thank you for agreeing to do this interview. Oh, you're welcome. Don't worry. It's all good. I have a few questions for you, but to get started, I just wanted to say I just tuned into the episode that you did with Work From Home Daily. Right. Yeah. And I just, I had to laugh at the part where you were like, I like to talk about the drudgery. Everything you do, I just think is so real and so appreciated. And I feel like we don't talk about that enough. So I just want to talk about what your current situation is right now and what your Saturday has looked like so far. Oh, man. Yeah, I'm, I feel like I always say this, but I'm knackered. <laughs> I'm so tired. And I was actually doing some chat on Instagram stories last night about um, September approaching and my son going back to school and just feeling like in this weird post, not even post pandemic, we're still in a pandemic. Yeah, and this weird, like, what happens now? Because I've basically had to stop working. 90% of my work I've had to stop doing um, since March. So, like, I'm trying to come to terms with having to, yeah, juggle everything again. And I don't really know what that's going to look like. Uh, Anyway, so, yeah, today I'm just feeling a bit overwhelmed by it all, I think. And just, like, running on empty, you know? Just knackered. (laughs) Um, And it's always the weekends where it hits me the hardest. Yeah, I had so many like messages from people who um who were just like, yeah, hard relate. <laughs> you know, we're all just collectively grieving and and coming to terms with trauma and just um yeah, trying to work out what our lives look like now. It's all a bit new and cuz usually I'd like, you know, I'd say things about how my life looks like this and my days look like that and blah blah blah. But like at the moment it's just like, I don't know. <laughs> don't know what's going to happen or what's going on. But yeah. A bit strange 
I I know. And how was your Saturday? Oh my god, it's like <laughs> I sat down at the computer this morning to do. I'm doing some remote work, some uh, like to say freelance work, but I'm contracting with someone right now. And so I had this plan of like using my time blocking. I'm going to sit down after breakfast and do this chunk of work. And I just mm. my brain was just not firing the way that I wanted it to. And it's like what you said mm. about. I feel like. I've never been a runner, but I keep saying this is a marathon. It's not a sprint. But the, by the time I get to the right. weekend, my adrenaline is just like, no, nah, I'm done. I'm good. But that's my only time to really focus on a lot of things. Work. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's like it's such a catch-22 because by the time you can sit down to do those things, your body's sometimes like, no, nah, don't think so. Totally. It's, it's the last thing you want to be doing, you know? It's like, I don't want to sit down at nine o'clock at night and start working paid working I would like to stress like I'm working all hours of all days as a mother so like yeah to sit down at nine and just try and get in the zone is so draining and so hard yeah it's rough (laughs) yes and I was listening back to some of your episodes and I just feel like you guys were talking in April of last year it was your sixth episode and the question was how do you focus Um, Mm -hmm. get back on track and someone had sent in their workflow and you guys had talked about how people don't just don't understand when you're working from home that you're actually working and Steve said we're talking we're we are the future we're already doing it (laughs) yeah it's just like a year later here we are and everybody's having to do the whole struggling you know to get through things and I feel like it's easier now to explain what you do to people Mm. but it still doesn't fix the unpaid labor problem that you're talking about. Yes. <laughs> yeah. It's nice, though. It's comforting and reassuring to know that the rest of the world now understands a bit like what our existence looks like. It's quite nice. <laughs> and particularly like my other yeah. half, because he's like employed, salaried job. So like for him to see, like actually see and live it has been really eye opening for, for both of us. Same. And and you've said you so you said you've dropped like 90% of your your freelance work to take on full time parenting. Mm. How have you adapted your workflow besides dropping 90%? What has it looked like for you during the pandemic in terms of when you're sitting down and being able to actually work? So I do the usual speech about like when you are juggling kids and you're in business and you learn to be ruthless because you don't have any time. Right. (laughs) Um, And it's been like that, but extreme. So like I've just had to frankly ignore a lot of emails on my inbox, which normally I would make sure I go through every email I get and respond to everybody properly and all that kind of stuff. And I've had a bunch of people that have emailed me and I just haven't responded and I feel awful about that. But I've set up an out of office that says, hello, I'm still here, but you know, I'm juggling all the things, like all of us, I'm juggling all the things and it may take me a a long time to get back to you. What it should have said is I may not respond at all, (laughs) but I couldn't quite bring myself to write that. Um, yeah, but I've kind of given myself a, like, expectation, managing expectations in terms of, like, what's going to happen for new inquiries and stuff. And yeah, and then I'm just concentrating on the absolute core mo- time for money client work that's going to get money in my bank account, basically. And beyond that, I've had to drop any kind of marketing stuff, any, like, exciting plans I have for 2020 are very much not happening just getting on with what needs to get done at that exact moment. Frankie, I don't know if you can hear me right now, but I, you're like frozen. Your screen mm-hmm. is frozen. And I don't know if I turn off my video, if it'll help. With Jojo and Gran Gran. 
All right, so we're back. I think my internet died. I think it was me. I don't know. Very confused. Um, and then the five-year-old came in and was like trying to get ice creams out of me. <laughs> um, right. What was I talking about? So you were talking about your email responder and I was I'm so glad you brought it up because I had it open ready to read it out for people if they haven't seen it. But I mean, don't send Frankie any more emails. <laughs> uh, if you do, that's fine. You're just going to wait to hear from her right now <laughs> because oh, I, I had it. You up. won't get one back. Email you, it, it cracks me up <laughs> because, it, you know, I get it when uh, I send you a newsletter as well. It says, hello, you. Thanks so much for getting in touch with doing it for the kids. If I don't respond straight away, it's not because I don't love you. It's just that life slash mothering slash work slash cleaning the toilet bowl have all gotten the way. I will get back to you as soon as I can. Thank you and speak very soon, Frankie. It's actually all right. <laughs> and now it needs to just have a little asterisk for the, mm. the pandemic saying, I actually won't get back to you. I may just you ignore you till the end of time. Pandemic yeah. is um... <laughs> But yeah, it just helps manage people's expectations, doesn't it? Like, I think with email and just also because a lot of the project that I run doing it with the kids is on social and social. So like people expect a response immediately and expect you to be like available all hours of all days, you know. And so I think people can feel a bit like that about email. So I try and like take them down the peg <laughs> from. You're talking to someone who I just regularly uninstall right. my apps, my social media apps. Which is bad because you're supposed to be marketing yourself yeah, but, and yada yada. But I yeah, it's all I consuming break. if you're not careful. Yeah, so I've been managing people's expectations and then just being super super ruthless about what I'm actually doing in the time that I have. And I would say that normally, but now it's just like a really extreme version of that. So literally, it's just get the paid work done, do what has to be done for this client at this time today now and just let go of any expectations about all the stuff I wanted to do this year just let it go basically the plan is to reboot January 2021 which is frustrating I know it's frustrating for everybody but you know I had some grand plans for this year <laughs> and I felt like I was finally so I part of what I do is like face-to-face meetups a bit like what you're doing um events for people that work freelance and have kids and that was just getting going you know, it was just like this year I was committing to do more of that and now it's just totally on hold and it just feels really frustrating. But um, yeah, just trying to let go of it, you know, trying to let go of it and just it will come, just not now. It's fine. Big thanks to Frankie for taking part of her Saturday evening this past summer to chat with us about how she's navigating freelance life, managing people's expectations and parenting two young kids during a pandemic. Stay tuned for our next few episodes in the coming days where we'll discuss launching things into the abyss that has been 2020, figuring out if we even have the energy to pivot in business, and nurturing a growing community during challenging times. Check out Frankie and her work with Doing It For The Kids at doingitforthekids.net. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with your network or leave a review for us. You can access more parent-friendly professional development by signing up to our newsletter on our website at mixingbabiesandbusiness.com. Thanks for listening.